this week on the Roommates Podcast. So what you got, what you ladies are saying is that there's an unhealthy culture that men grow grow up in, and and by growing up in this unhealthy culture, they become unhealthy people moving forward. That's fair. I think it's fair to say that there's aspects of American culture, whether black, Latino, white, Asian, Arabic, whatever it may be, that is extremely unhealthy. Men are raised in it, and men come out unhealthy. Truth. But men are not the only ones who are raised in this culture. Women don't just have male offspring. They have female offspring as well. And it's also women who are raised in this culture. So the same toxic house that produces toxic Terry also produces toxic Tiara. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yes, 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 yes. What's good, guys? And this week's episode of the podcast is brought to you by our amazing sponsors over at Geology. Guys, Geology is an award-winning skincare brand that's here to take care of every last one of you men and your different skincare needs. Guys, man, a lot of you guys have been hitting me up. You've been trying Geology, and you've been experiencing some amazing results. They have so many different things from the vitalizing morning cream. I love the night cream because it helps remove those bags, even though um, all that partying in Miami. (laughs) (laughs) Geology is doing its absolute best. Thank you, Geology. Yes. But yeah, guys, as we always say, leveling up physically is important because presentation is key. And the very first thing that anybody sees of you, man or woman, is your face. So having a face care routine is extremely important, especially in 2021. So guys, go to geology.com, use the offer code at roommates at checkout. You got to get 30% off. I am telling you, you're going to love it. 30% 30% is big. It's, it is really big. And you can't get no baddie with no bad skin. Duh, yeah. Bad skin don't mean baddie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, guys, like I said, not it's not just about the woman. It's about yourself because if you look good, you feel good, you play good. So, go to Geology, offer code roommates at checkout. Thank us later. Yes, yes, yes. Star of the show. Feezus. What up? Man, you know. It's, a, it's good. I want to go home. <laughs> You're like um, Alice in Wonderland. I'll tell you, I've been gone from Houston for a month. I am exhausted. Yes. I am tired. I want my own shower. <laughs> I want my own bed. I want all these things. So I'm in ready to go home. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. It's been fun. Yes. But it's time. Yeah. <laughs> it is time. So uh, that's about my only thing, man. Just ready to get back. Excited to see, you know, friends and family. Tell them everything that happened. Yeah. Oh, everything that happened. Yeah. And, uh, you know, share those memories and laughs. What about you? How you feeling? No, I mean, I'm I'm tired, but I'm getting better. You know, starting to rest a little bit more. I'm back in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, starting to rest a little bit more and processing a lot of different things. And then we talked about it on the um, last night. So there's yeah. a lot of things I'm processing trying to figure out as we begin to navigate different things, Um, you know, just trying to find more creative ways to make the content because what I realized is like my, my Thursday videos though, I use it 
I think people don't realize my Thursday videos are for like first time visitors. Mm -hmm. So I do those videos for the guys who may be new to the content, may not have seen the previous stuff, or just guys on the internet who just may not be aware of it at all. And so it's kind of like my evangelistic <laughs> <laughs> videos. But what I realized is there's a, there, there are guys who are here who have taken the manhood course, who have taken the identity course and fitness. They've done all the things and they, they needed more. You yeah. know, so now the discipleship <laughs> yeah, exactly. kicks in. And so now I want to, you know, transition some of the videos to um, for those guys. And what I realized was uh, for guys like that, that's the podcast. Yeah. The podcast is really the uh, the small group, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. you know, where you get to go deep, where we get to have these long form conversations about these more complex issues. And the individual videos are more for like the younger guys or the new guys, more evangelistic. And that's the approach I took on it. But if I'm going to do like an additional Saturday video, I want to do another video um, that's more deep and more complex for those guys who are going to be interested in that, in that as well. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, you got to get, you know, especially if you have an audience, you're going to have your new fans and you're going to have your day ones. Yeah. So you got to figure out. You know, we got to figure out how to make sure we tap into both of those audiences. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a part of the content creator life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You yeah. know, so uh, I think as we continue to get better, we'll know what to do. And, yeah. you know, at us, I would like feedback as well. Yeah. You know, so um, if some of those guys want to learn some things, even though we tried that in the past, <laughs> yeah. we do what we say, and yeah. then they just, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's always good to hear, man. No, that's dope. And I think a lot of people who are not on Patreon, they don't understand the other level of content that's available to it because I, like i said K patreon is like the ap course yes you know yes, yes, yes. um youtube is kind of like college prep you know occasionally the podcast is honors <laughs> <laughs> and um you know but patreon is ap course that's where we, we get deep you know like stuff about buying a house yeah. you know um, stocks bonds um life insurance yeah you know, more complex fitness things, meal plans. Like, yeah. that's that's a little bit more of the, the deeper, more comp, complex items on the show. And so I also want to give the guys who are not ready to make that investment financially um, some of that content as well. And so that's some of the things I've been processing, navigating. And then on top of that, you know, Andrew Schultz and them are in Miami. Yeah. And, it's, and I, knew I, I knew before we left I should have hit up Akash. I told myself to hit him up, but I was just like – I don't want to Uber that. <laughs> I don't want to Uber out of here today. Yeah. Um, but I think a part of me is very jealous about Andrew, mm. about Joe, like a healthy jealous, you know? Yeah. And obviously, we don't know Joe, but we know Andrew and Akash. Shout out to the flagrant boys. Yes, and it's like a healthy jealousy because they get to have fun, you know, with their content. And I feel as though sometimes the content... I think when Joe was over, he was talking about it. Not Joe Budden, Joe Hines was talking about it. He was just saying how it's like it becomes very media and preachy. So then when people see us out partying, it's like seeing your favorite pastor <laughs> in the club. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, and yeah. so so that's the part where I was like, man, I, I I don't always want to feel so serious and feel like you have to have a lecture and a lesson, and I just want it to be fun. That's why I like the vlogs. Yes, you know, um, I like the vlogs because it just it's just like you know that fun, and so I want to create more content like that. I know I tried that last year around this time. When I was doing a little monologues and different like videos, you know, trying to copy what Andrew was doing. And so I, that's another thing that I'm trying to tap into, just showing that different side of me. Because as I get older, I feel as though I'm getting more callous. 
Mm. <laughs> this, this is good, man. This is good. Get, get it all out, please. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm getting more callous. Even like when I'm hanging out and people are laughing and jovial, and I'm like, huh, I don't really feel like that. <laughs> I don't really feel like that. And I'm like, man, you know, I don't like that. Yeah. I'll tell you off air, but there's somebody in my family who my um my mom said is like that. And he said when he was younger, he was fun and outgoing and da-da-da-da. And then he got older. God dang. <laughs> you know, and then he wasn't that guy anymore. Yeah. So that's a part of me that I'm like, man, like that fun, jovial, you know, club feast. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I want to embody that more in everyday life. And so that's another thing that I've, I've been thinking about as well. Man, no, I appreciate you for sharing, man. <laughs> I appreciate you for sharing. But, yeah, I think... I hear you, especially on the content side. You know, we definitely we. The thing is, we saw a issue, we saw a need, and we decided to step in. Mm -hmm. You know, so obviously that's going to be sacrificed. Some of the topics we may want to talk about, some of the fun things, some of us being silly. Um, but you know, I felt like that that needed to happen, not only for us to grow, but for also the men in the world to grow as well. Um, so obviously, I know you don't regret anything. I don't regret anything. Of course not. Um, but, yeah, I do think, you know, once some of those big decisions we make later on, it will mid-part of the year, will help out, you know, with the fun content, with, you know, the, I guess, the mindless entertainment or whatever. Obviously, we have the blogs uh, that's going to be, like, I, I can't wait to, <laughs> to continue doing them. Like, they're so much fun because they're different and they show a different side of us, um, you know, because we're not just, you know, deep conversations yeah. and level up and work, 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 work all the time yeah. and no fun. You know, there's a balance in life that, mm -hmm. you know, men need to also see us live and also have in their own lives. So I, I get that part. And then, yeah, man, I, I think whatever, uh, like, I understand the healthy jealousy, mm -hmm. you know, like, especially, like, like I said, we've seen Andrew. Well, I know you've been a, been a fan of Andrew shows and, uh, and Brilliant Idiots, but uh, when I have it been introduced them through you and for they are now he he been working yeah you know and it's and it's a part of the grind it's part of the journey you know so just because we on chapter three brother on chapter seventeen yeah. you know so we have to continue to work and, sorry cutting you off but it's not I guess with Andrew I guess what I'm saying with Andrew Akash and the flagrant voice is not the success. It's the fact it, that he can a, have fun. It's a freedom you know yeah, what I mean I got you, I it's got just you. like 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 we like you're watching you're like yo. Cause you felt like, oh, this is this is all this is just jokes. This yeah. is not like where's the substance. Yeah. But like, literally, they're at that point where they can just do whatever they want. People enjoy their energy, their spirits, who yeah. they are as person, as a person. Because remember when we were having that little creator workshop, and that one guy was like, if people are invested in you, you can put out whatever, and they'll watch it. Yeah. You know, and that's what I love about Steph's content. Yeah. You know, whatever Steph puts out, his people rock with they it. They're going to rock with it. You know what I mean? Whatever he talks about, they're going to they're definitely gonna jealous of that. <laughs> <laughs> definitely Shout out jealous. Young Lion, Steph is cold. Um, and so I think there's a, there's a level of, you know, just improvement. You know, there's a level of, okay, you know, how can we do better? How can we innovate? How can we be trendsetters? Even seeing what teaching men's fashion side of Jose Zuniga, the, 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 the GOAT himself. Seeing what he's doing, like, you know, innovating with the, you know, 20 girls, talk to five guys, you know, and yeah, all yeah, those yeah. different kinds of videos. And so that's another thing I'm like, okay, what is our stamp going to be? What is our unique thing that we're going to bring to the game that's like really going to add value, be extremely entertaining and just really help us take the show to the next level? And it might be the vlogs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so 
Yeah, I think I think uh, all of this is good problems to have. Yes, yes, yeah, definitely. It, so we'll work it out. You know, obviously, you know, God has a plan over us, and it's gonna eventually come through. Yeah. So um, don't stress out a little bit too much. But yeah, yeah man, I feel like you have fun, fees. Yeah. Get out the house. No, not not only in Miami, but also in Atlanta. You have to get out this house. I do get out the house. Not not running random errands and going to the mall to make a t shirt and <laughs> come right back. Not going to Chick fil A, get your <laughs> number one <laughs> and number two. And, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Out of the house. Yeah. Once was, a week, go do something fun. No, definitely. I think I think that's one of the goals for this year. Obviously, like I said, with the with the vlogs we're gonna do, yeah, we're gonna yeah. do more of it. Um, you know, I just like the Miami vibe so much better. I'm not a big, you know, I'm not a big Atlanta fan. Yeah, that's why I, I want to. That's why I want to leave. I just not not really a big fan of it. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. I think I think I definitely, I definitely need to. And so um, today, how do I want to navigate? There's like two things I want to talk to you about. Ooh, man, I'm excited. What story do I want to tell? Huh. I want to tell. I didn't tell you this first story. Oh, okay. Even better. Okay, I might save that for later. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um. So l- let's talk about what we talked about initially. Okay. What, we, what we're planning on talking about. Um. So. I was on Ace's podcast shout out ace metaphor on ace's podcast a couple of uh week like two weeks ago two or so weeks ago, yeah you know just doing my thing talking and i just kept on noticing that you know so many women were saying things about toxic men and unhealthy men and men who are this and men who are that and men who have this problem and, and this that and the third and i was like okay why do you think this is the problem why do you think, you know what I mean, you ladies feel as though men are so unhealthy today? Let's let's just riddle me this. Like let's 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 say you're narr- you're you're right. Why is it so? And one of the most common things was like, oh, it's just the culture is bad. You know, the music, the, the 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 Instagram, you know, pornography, you know, their environment, the culture is bad. And so I said, All right. So what you got what you ladies are saying is that there's an unhealthy culture. That men grow grow up in, and and by growing up in this unhealthy culture, they become unhealthy people moving forward. That's fair. I think it's fair to say that there's aspects of American culture, whether black, Latino, white, Asian, Arabic, whatever it may be, that is extremely unhealthy. Men are raised in it, and men come out unhealthy. Truth. But men are not the only ones who are raised in this culture. Women don't just have male offspring. They have female offspring as well. And it's also women who are raised in this culture. So the same toxic house that produces toxic Terry (laughs) also produces toxic Tiara because she's Terry's sister and she's in that same unhealthy environment. And so I, I let out a tweet that said, the same toxic environment that creates unhealthy men also creates unhealthy women. And I don't want this to be one of those things where, oh, women do it too. Yeah. So it's okay for us to do it. No, it's not okay for us to do it. It's not okay for anybody, a man to be unhealthy. 
whether it's physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, it's not okay. Whatever things that men do that's wrong, it's wrong. It's never okay. And uh, shout out to um, AMS, but in one of his videos, he was talking about how there's a lot of negative sides to male nature. But I just don't talk about it because you guys just care about the, the female stuff. But there's a lot of negative sides to male nature, and you can go for days about it. Maybe we're going to address some of them later on in this episode. Okay. There's a lot of unhealthy things about male nature, especially if you get to the top mm. of the mountain. You know? You're going to see some pretty depraved things from masculinity because of just the nature of masculinity and its, um, its assertiveness, its initiative. Um, and so we have never for once neglected that. The whole purpose of the roommates is to address and help men become better. Never once have we ever shared that men are sinless. Never. Never. But on the same token, Romans 3.23, correct me if I'm wrong, is for men have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, for women have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, or is it for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God? Which one is it, Chris? For all. So it's C. Is that your final answer? Yes. Ding, 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 ding. You are <laughs> correct, Christopher Jordan Bilo. <laughs> you have won $1 million. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So for all have sinned, male and females, men and women, boys and girls. And so that's when it dawned on me. I'm like, man, there's, there's not a level of understanding in regards to cultures, even in regards to some women, the toxic side, unhealthy side of culture that has affected women today. And like I said, there, there, there's key things for men. We understand it. So before we even dive into that, what are some of the unhealthy things that men do that you're like, we all understand this, we call this out, it's a problem, this is bad, we have to stop doing it. What are some unhealthy things that men do who are a part of an unhealthy culture? Lord, where do I begin? Yeah. <laughs> uh, very unhealthy, obviously, you know, lack of responsibility, lack of accountability, um, lack of just healing, lack of awareness, self-esteem, self-awareness, um, hypersexuality, um, going for boom, boom, the boom, boom, <laughs> um, passivity, you know, a lot of passivity. Passivity. Yes, yes. That's what I meant to say. I don't know what I said, but y'all <laughs> listen. <laughs> He's tired. I am tired. Um, you know, lack of, you know, financial awareness, um, no spiritual guidance. Uh, I mean, you name it. I, yeah, that's basically, you yeah. know, five, seven things. I don't Drunkenness. Know. Oh, yeah. Drug abuse, domestic oh, violence. Oh, my God. Anger issues. Oh, Jesus, Lord. You know, insecurity. Yes. I mean, like I said, there's yes. there's there's things for days. Yes. And so when you understand, okay, like there's this, uh, the, mascul the masculine man is a man who is assertive, ambitious, driven on his purpose, a go-getter. You know, like I said, he's a he's seeking missile. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the, the the negative connotation is he's extremely, you know. So instead of being assertive, he can be controlling. Yes. Instead of being, you know, confident, he can be arrogant. Instead of being dominant, he can be domineering. Instead of being powerful, he can be abusive. Yes. So there's 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 levels to the sins 
you know what I mean, in regards to the masculine man, mm-hmm. which is clear as day, yes. part of the culture. Yeah. Like you said, with the women, the, there's a huge culture. You know, there's things that's just like, yo, lying, you know, mis- manipulation. Scamming. You know, there's so much stuff. Yeah. We condemn all that. Yes, yes. But going back to the point is that there is not an understanding of what is now the female sins that are going on that you guys are not oblivious, that you guys are unaware of. Yeah. And that's important, man. That's important because we want everybody to grow, you know. And because that's the thing. I've been saying it for a while that I feel like some some women, not all, but some women feel like they're just, you know, good, wholesome, character people just because they're a woman. And they just, just because I'm a woman, I'm already, you know, signed, sealed, and delivered. Not the case, you know. And and it it's one of them things where I feel like, you know, as they work Work on their personality, understand, and their character, and they understand that, understand their downfalls, you know, they will be so much more desired. Mm-hmm. You know, not only will it make them feel more like a woman, less masculine, you know, all this negative, hard energy they feel like they have to carry around, mm-hmm. but it also make them more desired to men, desirable towards men. So, I just, I just hope that women can see their downfalls as well and not just just assume just because you know they are not as bad as men or they compare themselves to men that they're they're good because i think comparison is is one of the things that they can use like you know hey he cheated you know on me therefore i have my reasons to do x y and z Mm -hmm. you know or i i didn't treat him as bad as he treated me therefore he was wrong in the relationship i did nothing Mm -hmm. you know uh, or my mom did this to me, or my dad did this to me. That's why I'm like this. Mm-hmm. So it's okay for me to be like this. Yeah. Whatever excuse um, you know people come up with, it's not okay to just act the way you want to act. And it's uh, it's something where it's just like it breaks my heart because, like I said, I know a lot of um, attractive women. I would say, or you know, can level up in certain areas. But if they don't have the character of the personality, they will never be there. They will never get there. Yeah. And it's it's and to me, honestly, and this was probably like the craziest thing. And I don't know if you agree with this or not. But when a man does something bad to me, it doesn't hurt as much. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's expected, mm-hmm. but it's like okay, I know why you do that. You know. But when a woman does it. And wherever it's unintentional, or especially if it's intentionally, it's like, dang, you know, society doesn't expect you to act like this. You know, the, the like, like I hold women to a certain count, like accountable. Women, I don't know if I really do that, but it just it hurts more because it's not expected. It's kind of blindsided that you're acting the way you're acting um, because I feel like you know they have this feminine energy that you know put on them. And then they show me something else. Yeah. And then it slaps me in the face. No, I think um, you know, I, I I don't subscribe to the, the the you know the red pill stuff, but you know, there's some truth in every ideology. I don't believe fully any ideology. Um, but I think that's where a lot of guys hit that red pill stuff. Yeah. Cause what happens is there is an allure of feminine beauty that that you think it's sweet. Innocent. Innocent. Yes. And dang it, I was taught, it's called the halo effect. Okay. 
So the halo effect is this thing in psychology where the more beautiful somebody is, the more you equate positive attributes to this person. Yes. So the uh, whole judging a book by its cover. Yes. If you see a book with a really crappy cover, your brain thinks the contents are crappy. Exactly. See a book with an immaculate cover, oh my God, it's probably the greatest book in the world. So the same thing happens when it comes to the physical appearance. Mm-hmm. When you have this really beautiful woman, you think, oh my gosh, she's so sweet, she's so kind, she's so caring, she's such a hard worker, she's so, like, there, there's this natural, there's, there's this benefit of the doubt. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. There's this subconscious um, putting on a pedestal yes. that men do when they're around beautiful women. Yes. And what ends up happening is that for a lot of guys, they then get hurt. Mm-hmm. More because you let your guard down even more, you know what I mean? You, like you said, you have you have high, you have higher expectations for their character, expectations, reality, reality, Lord, depression, sadness, misery, pain. Yep. And so when guys that encounter wrongdoing from those humans, I want to call them women. They're humans. humans yeah. They're like their whole world crumbles. You know what I mean? It's kind of like in that scene in 300 when, you know, Leonidas hit, um, you know, um, God thing Xerxes yes. in, the, in the mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like he bleeds. He's yeah. immortal. Yeah. And so that's when, you know, guys get mad because they feel like they were lied to. Yeah. They feel like, oh, my gosh, like they're not these innocent, sweet, perfect, you know, angels that I thought they were, you exactly. know. And then they go from being, you know, these glorified Madonnas to these nasty whores, you yeah. know. And, and so... I understand it completely, yeah. and I think that's that's where women get the benefit of the doubt that men don't. Exactly. A man, like I said, there's a certain kind of man that you know, based upon how he looks, he walks in the room, you're going to be feel some kind of way about him. Just because of the way he looks. He may be the sweetest, greatest guy in the world. Now, let's say he's a darker-skinned male. Mm-hmm. Not to play the colorism card, but a darker-skinned male. Let's say he has long locks and a beard. You know what I mean? Has kind of a very masculine, like you always got out the pen face. You know what I mean? <laughs> face. <laughs> and so people are going to think this guy is probably going to do bad things. Yeah. Because of his face. Yeah. Because of the way he looks. And then you have this very feminine, you know, woman with lighter hair and lighter eyes and, you know, this vibrant look to her. You think she's like the sweetest, almost amazing person on the planet. The devil! <laughs> and, um,. And so that's where I feel as though, like you said, when when people are filtering male and female because of the feminine beauty, they're so blinded exactly. by it that there's not as there's not enough communication with the character flaws. And so when so when and then I feel like women are also blinded by to themselves as well. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like if you. I look for character development in every woman I talk to. You yeah. know what I mean? So if if they don't even know, or they can't even articulate how they have gotten better in that area, mm-hmm. or at least you know hold themselves accountable, admit to whatever they did wrong in whatever situation, whatever relationship, then that's how I know they don't even see their wrongdoing. They don't see where they fall short. They don't see where they can get better at. They only just think like, hey, like, I'm doing my way. I've been doing this this entire way. It got me here. And that's it, yeah. you know. So yeah, and that's that's the thing. Like like sometimes they just don't see that, and not seeing it can breed a lot of chaos in the future. One of the most interesting conversations that I've had um, is a conversation about do women mature faster than men. I remember this conversation. And so, 
a lot of people have a belief. Even I remember I was talking to Rebecca about this and have the belief that women mature faster than men. Um, and, I, and I didn't do the research, so I can't say this for, for a fact, but I believe when it comes to um, puberty, women hit puberty faster than men do. No, that's the truth. Yes. Yeah. I remember when, when I was teaching seventh grade, a lot of the girls were taller yes. than the guys. They could, yeah, the guys catch up. And we, I think we reach our peak at like 25 or something. Like, well, that's when we like officially stop growing. Exactly. Like and so that's when it dawned on me. I was like, yo, so physically, you know, yes, you can argue that they mature faster physically, but in regards to the idea of them maturing faster emotionally, I don't believe that's true at all. And then also to add on to the point as far as like the seventh graders, I feel like even then it's known that those little girls are more mature, more hold themselves more accountable. They do their schoolwork. They yeah. show up to school on time. You know, while the, the boys are still running wild, yeah. still you got to wake them up in the morning. You still got to do all those things. So I feel like that attachment as well adds to everything else. Yes. And so, so going back to the emotional point, I realized, well... You see, what I've noticed whenever a woman says women mature faster than men, they're usually describing it in a romantic context. 100%. I.e., women want relationships. They want to be married. Faster than men do. They want to settle down sooner than men do. And that makes them mature. Exactly. And that is a conundrum. They define maturity as the desire, not the ability yes. to be a wife, but the desire. Yep. To be a wife, the desire to have a family, and so what I realize is, let's let's address that at first. Why men have a uh, why men want to settle down later than women? Multiple myriad of reasons. A lot of reasons. But but the most simple one is is a biological analysis of male and female um, biology, and so. When you're trying to settle down, do you think it's fair that most people want to settle down with the best possible partner? Yes. So for the most part, if I'm a guy, if I'm going to marry and be and spend the rest of my life with one person, start a family with one person, I want the best woman. If I'm a woman, I want the best man. Yep. Fair to say. You see, the difference is when a girl, a woman, they don't like when I use the word girls, <laughs> when a woman's in her early 20s, that, for the most part, if they're being honest, that is where you can attract the best partner. Yes. I don't care what they say. Y yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Fit, like it, When we're talking about this physical attraction to attract the best partner, women know this. Girls in their early 20s, they, can, they beat girls in their 30s and girls, girls in their 40s they and win. girls in their 50s. They win. They're winning. Yeah. So the so if I'm going to settle down, I want to settle down at my peak, yes. where I can get the best possible partner. Exactly. You and want to cash in on high returns. Yes, exactly. You <laughs> want to sell high. You know, you feel me? Exactly. So most women, their stock is at the, their highest in their twenties. Most women, calm down. Most women, <laughs> you know, in their early twenties, and so. That's the advantage of settling down now because now I can get the best partner. The challenge is most men, 
their stock is not their highest in their 20s. No. Nope. Most men, their stock is the highest in their mid to late 30s, if not early 40s. Yeah. Because the difference is what women find attractive in men is different than what men find attractive in women. There you go. You know, women find attractive in men stability. Yes. You know, they find um, attractive in men resources, yes. finances. You know what I mean? Um, what did Chris call it? Um, oh, buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You got to have the biggest buffalo. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, food and shelter, all these yes. things to be able to provide. That's what they find. And for most men, they accumulate more resources. They become more established later on in life. Not so, in their early 20s. Not in their early 20s. Just naturally. Because even even if men were responsible in their 20s, you still make more money later on. Exactly. You know what I mean? Even if Chris was like, yo, I make $75,000 as a responsible 25-year-old, at 35, you can be making $200,000 mm-hmm. and have a whole different pool of women to access. Exactly. So for men, the advantage, that's why for men, is wait till later so you can cash out at your highest point and get the woman that you desire. Exactly. And so the, the desire to... To settle down is different. And on top of that, women have a biological clock. It's an uncomfortable conversation, but it's true. After a certain age, you experience high-risk pregnancies. You know, and uh, at a certain age, you're most fertile. So it's to your advantage to reproduce at a younger age. But for men, for the most part, they don't have that problem of high-risk pregnancies or getting somebody... um, Leading somebody to have a high risk there pregnancy. I was like, get somebody pregnancy. Yeah. They, can, they, can, they can get somebody You know what I mean? Leading somebody to have a high risk pregnancies, you know, that's not really the case at all. I know there's, there's plenty of guys who I know in their 60s who had healthy children. You know, that's a rarity for, you know, the most rarest thing in the world. It's not impossible yeah. for 99.9% of women. Yeah. And so that part is why men have a different desire to settle down than women do. Nothing to do with them being one person being mature. It's just as a man, it's more advantageous to settle down later on in life than earlier on when women want to. So you hit the nail on the head, and a lot of fellas going like are clapping right now because I, I that's that is the most common thing, and that is like the most misleading thing about somebody's maturity and character. It's just the fact that they want to settle down and get into a serious relationship that leads into the marriage. That makes them mature versus the guy that, quote, unquote, want to run the streets or whatever they want to call. And, you know, and I, because my thing is, like, even for, like, maturity, how I base stuff, I base off the simple things, you know, accountability. Can you, can you say what you did wrong? You know, can you have a hard conversation that's going to be very uncomfortable? You know, and, and most women can't even do that, mm. you know, and, you know, it, it that's the thing. Most women desire to be a wife, but they don't know how to be one. You know, they don't have the ability to be one. They don't have the, the skills to, to, to be one or to even know exactly what they tap it into, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, they think relationships are supposed to be, you know, just straight up and everything's supposed to be golden and stay high. Relationships are up and down. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things you're not going to get that you want and you're going to have to understand certain things and still support the guy, et cetera, et cetera, vice versa. And that doesn't mean just because you desire something, that doesn't mean or make you mature. And I feel like that's one of the things that women have to really understand. And really, you have to tap into your character. Mm. You have to work on that because, like I said earlier, that's going to make you more desirable. 
And also, and I, I understand that women hate this, but I don't care what they say. <laughs> it's a competition out here. Mm-hmm. If you want the best guy, you have to do the things that's going to attract guys. Like I said, attraction will get you to the door. You know, I'll knock. <laughs> you know, i open the door. Mm-hmm. But your character, how you are, your, your femininity, your spirit, <laughs> your, mm-hmm. that spirit line, all that would keep the guy there. Yeah. I have seen fees attract a lot of beautiful women. Yeah. A lot. Very proud of them. Thank you. You did a good job. Thank you, sir. But the reason why they, most of them are not here. Because their character and their flaws and all the stuff that they don't want to work on most of the time is not going to keep them there. And they missed out on one, you know, top bachelors in America. Shout out to Feeds. So it's only second to Christopher Jordan B. Love, the star of the show. Stop, stop. Shout stop. out to Chris Hive out there. <laughs> There's no Chris Hive. In the comments, Chris Hive starts your thread right now. There's no Chris Hive. Anyways. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, man, if if women can really understand and work on the things that would keep the guy there, not only the stuff that's going to attract them, they will win out here. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Most women won't do that. They mm-hmm. won't work on themselves. They won't heal from the past. They won't see what they are, are lacking. They don't, won't understand, like, you know, um, their sinful nature, their position before God, and, you know, how they need a Savior. They won't understand those things. And if they do, they'll have such an advantage out here to, to these guys. And not only that, but you will be beneficial for yourself as well because you will have self-awareness, you understand yourself, and it's so much easier to self-love yourself, quote-unquote. Even mm. though I kind of still hate that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's really good. I appreciate you sharing that. And so, which leads us uh, to our, <laughs> what we wanted to talk about. And what we wanted to talk about was what is an emotionally sorry what is number one sign for maturity in a woman will do a man as well okay and going back to that point do women mature faster than men no and i would even argue i would even argue that emotionally 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 they're more immature than men especially if they did something wrong yes and here's why when a man doesn't take responsibility for his actions, people say you need to man up. Great. So they're basically calling on his identity and say, yo, you're a man. That's your job to man up and take responsibility. And one of the things that we have noticed is that. I'm going to backtrack. One of the things we have noticed is that the number one sign of emotionally immaturity in a woman is the inability to regulate her emotions. Mm. The number one sign of an immature woman is her inability to regulate her emotions. And what we've noticed is, is that in a lot of different people's lives, men that we've talked to, women that we've talked to, they share very similar things. For a lot of women, their emotions are their reality. Yes. I feel, therefore it's true. I feel, therefore I do. And all disrespect is how children think. Not a Chris Hyde for show about the for <laughs> show about the increase now. <laughs> That's how children think. And whenever and and 
whenever a guy is like that, guys like that are in prison. Yeah. Not more greater consequences. Because the the masculine sin is more overt things. Yes. You know what I mean? If a guy feels and he does, he punches, he steals, he robs, he is more of an active sinful sinning. Yeah. It's more of a physical it's sinning. Yeah. It's apparent. But the feminine is more of a covert sin. It's more of a verbal yeah. assault. Yeah. You know, it's more of a behavioral thing. That's not as overt as the masculine. And somebody once posed a great question and they said, when it comes to abuse, mm. it's clear as day to see if Chris abused me. Because mm. you'll see me have black eyes, broken arms, you know, whatever kind of wounds I have on my bodily body. Harm. Bodily wounds, bodily harm, exactly. But how do you tell somebody emotionally abuse somebody? Or verbally abuse somebody. Where where is the scars you can see? So while it's easy for people to, you know, show all the pictures of men who and it, it is wrong, who physically done harm to people, men and women alike, there's not a lot of images where you can see the emotional or verbal things that a woman or not a man has done to another man or a woman. So what I've realized is that a lot of a lot of people live in a world where they can do whatever they want as long as they feel like it. Yeah. If I don't feel like talking to you, I'm, I'm going to ignore you. And, I, and I'm justified in doing And I'm justified that. because I feel, I don't feel like it. If I, if Chris said, you know what, you know, I don't want to be with you. Well, I felt like Chris said, I'm ugly and unattractive and, and, and Chris is not a good man because why would you say that to a woman? Well, that's not what I, Chris said. Chris was like, that's not what I said. Well, I feel like that's the reason why. And, and yeah. guess what? You're wrong. She's right. 100%. You're done. You're done. You're done. And, it's, and there's nothing you can do to convince this person otherwise. No. The inability to regulate their emotions. And I understand it's different. It's different for a woman than a man because a woman is a baby-making machine. It's interesting when you think about it. She can create a human being in her body. Yeah. So there's a level of hormones and different things that she has that's allowed her to make this creation. But on the flip side... Though the hormones, you know, might create an imbalance and make it harder for it to be emotionally, no one makes excuse for testosterone. No. People want to make excuses for estrogen and other hormones in a woman's body that makes her, you know, feel some kind of way, even when she's, you know, on her period and, and grumpy and all she that. She can say whatever, say do whatever. whatever. Yeah. Nah, but, nah, nah, nah. Well, when a man is, you know, his testosterone's high and all that stuff, and he wants to, you know, maybe hang and bang more than usual. <laughs> There's, there's no excuse for that. Oh, yeah. you control yourself. Control yourself. Yeah. And so that's when I realized that I'm telling you, I've met, I'm beyond, now we can jump into the fun. Here we go. Man, for some reason, I've tapped into a new level of life. It's a good thing or bad thing? Good thing. Amen. Good and bad. Okay. Where some really bad chicks have been sliding in my DMs. Well, congratulations, brother. Thank you. You know. And... Well, I'm not going to lie to you. This really attractive girl, Slid, who I I saw before on online. I saw her before. I was like, man, this girl looks, this girl looks bad. Yeah. And she slid. And I was like, I've arrived. <laughs> <laughs> I've arrived. This is what this, it feels this like. This is what it feels like. It's how it's supposed to be. And a lot of them have slid. I'm talking about a lot of them. And in yeah. Miami, bro, yeah, yeah. there was a lot of them. Bro, you guys seen the vlog? We're not lying about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
shit. Chris had it too. Calm down. <laughs> and and what I and I you know me some I'm just so excited. Like I said, I have that I have that halo effect. I'm like, man, these girls look so great. It looks so beautiful. This is so awesome. I'm like, man, it's so dope. But then you get to you see the inside. You you lift the the you know the it's hood like, of the yeah, car. It's, yeah. Or you unwrap the, the present. <laughs> and the gift is not as good as you thought it was. Yeah. And and, and then I I see it. Like it's kind of like Neo at the end of the Matrix. I see it. Oh, that's what's wrong here. Like, yo, the beauty is dope, but the the character, the emotional regulation is off. You live off of your feelings. You have no control. And for a lot of girls, they've 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 never been forced to do so exactly because their whole life people have enabled that kind of behavior they're giving them stuff giving yeah. them stuff you can be act however you want talk however you want behave however you want you will always get what you want exactly you know what i mean um what you know that song um that song with gucci man okay uh with that i think i love her i think i love her song man you don't love me oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. you know <laughs> He said, because there was this line where Gucci was like, if you don't buy her what she wants, then she throw a fit, you know, and and and, and he goes on. He's describing like, yo, this girl is whatever she wants, but she's just so bad. And I just I just love her. That's crazy. <laughs> so he's like, she can do whatever she wants. And so I realized that that's a child. I'm sorry. for you. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't go ahead. That is a child to me. Like, mm-hmm. just because you look a certain way, you have a physical appearance. Or your face look good, or you got a big booty, whatever, whatever, whatever it is, you're a child if you act a certain way because you don't get what you want. Yeah, <laughs> you, no, you are baby to me. Like honestly, I don't even want. I can't. I can't. I can't be around you. Like you're really going to act like this, mm-hmm. and you feel justified in acting like this because you feel like you're the prize because how you physically came out. Yeah. And you should treat me the way I should be treated just because yeah. of how I look on the outside. Yeah. No matter how I treat you or how I am on the inside, you're a child to me. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Most of these women, especially these eight, nines, and tens, they walk around like that all the time. And that's the thing. They're going to come on here. <laughs> I'm the exception to the rule. And I'm like, no, that's cap. <laughs> So and, and that's and that's the, the 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 thing about you know in the dating world I I was I remember I was talking to my mom and she, she was like flabbergasted I was like yeah mom, there's no good women out here Ooh. I told her I was like mom, there was goes like, the Chris Hive there goes the Chris I said I said the 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 looks that I want I said mom this is what I'm asking for I'm asking for eight nine ten and above <laughs> godly character mm-hmm. no kids. Yeah. You know, feminine energy, yeah, great character and personality, <laughs> and she has to be healed mm-hmm. from past wounds. Mm-hmm. Not that much damage. I understand we live in life. So I can't get everything. Yeah, and guess what? She also has to want me. Oh wow! Yeah, she has to want me as well. Yeah. I said, you understand how much you're asking for? I'm just like most of them, eight, nine, and ten. Just because they're eight, nine, and tens. The character development is done. Mm-hmm. Wherever they are in high school, maybe a little bit after high school, 21, 22, that's what they are. Mm-hmm. That's how they live in their life. I said, most of these women out here are not as mature as you think they are. Yeah. Because like, there's no reason to. There's no reason to. There's no benefit of working on your character and your personality at all in their mind. Yeah. Even though the high value, high character guy that they want, 
He will seek that. He will look for that. He values that, but they don't understand that because they got a whole bunch of guys and in their DMs and that, but they don't want none of those guys. Yeah. So they just feel like there's no need to work on those things. But yeah, you're a child if you act a certain way just because you look good. It's crazy to me. Yeah, I always tell this story. My pastor, when his son was when his son was two years old, his son couldn't talk. And a lot of people were like perplexed because they're like, well, oh my gosh, why can't, why can't, you know, the baby talk very well? And they thought he had a speech problem. I took him to see, to see a speak pathologist or whatever. Um, and they were like, well, everything is fully functioning. We don't see any issues. And what they figured out was that the reason why he hasn't developed his, his ability to talk, he had three older sisters. Okay. And whenever he wanted something, they got it for him. He just pointed or gave gestures, and they just did it for him. Wow. And sometimes he wouldn't even have to ask because they would just go and take, they would baby him because they just loved his, having a little brother. And they realized that, yo, you guys, by coddling and babying your brother, he's, you're, he's causing, you're causing him to be delayed. Yeah. So they had to teach the, their, his sisters, like, yo, make him use his words. Make him build his vocal cords. Like, make him talk. To get what he wants. And, and he's an amazing boy. I'm so proud of him today. Amen. But that's what happens. When you're a really attractive woman, when you're a woman who gets a lot of male attention, you don't have to behave. Mm. You don't have to control your emotions. Why? You can literally throw a fit, key his car, cut his clothes, you know what I mean? Do whatever you want. Cuss him out and guys will just want to be with you. You know, you can do whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. You can behave however you want. And then there's a flock of guys. So what is the point of learning how to control my emotions? What is the point of having to have character? For what? Nice for what, Chris? <laughs> and, and so I realized that when you, when you look for that emotional regulation, especially the ability to process reality in spite of your feelings. It, can you repeat that? When you look for that emotional regulation mm. and the ability to process reality in spite of your feelings, because that is a very self-centered way of thinking, thinking something. If Chris said to me, I want to go at nine o'clock to the, to the bar or to the restaurant, I'm like, cool. I show up at eight o'clock and, and Chris shows up at nine and I'm mad at Chris. Say, Chris, you're an hour late. You wasted my time. Chris says, well, I said nine o'clock. Well, I feel like you said eight and I throw a fit and I'm mad at you. And I said, well, I feel like you said eight. And because I feel like you said eight, I'm right and you're wrong. What kind of that, that, that's unbearable. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, you couldn't be around me. I couldn't do it. And so that level of emotional regulation. And so whenever and, and like I said, even to the point when guys don't do that, they're perceived as being feminine. Yeah. You know, it's the idea of like James Bond, the masculine men are cool, calm, not easily swayed. And I remember I was talking to this, this one girl about uh, a really prominent male figure. And, were, and she was like, he's not a very masculine guy. I was like, really? He's not masculine? I feel like he's a very masculine guy. Mm. And she was like, he's not masculine. I said, why not? Because he can't control his emotions. So any little push of the button, he just explodes and he, just, he, he can't control himself. I was like... I need to work on that. Mm -hmm. And that's true. Yeah. And so that's when I realized I was like, yo, like that emotional regulation is so pivotal. But like you said, 
majority of people, there's no reason to work on it because you can do whatever you want, behave however you want, and get the same outcome. Yeah, man, and it's it's a part of, and that, and that's the thing. And and I I used to date somebody like that, mm-hmm. and you know, and it was at one of my weakest points in my life because obviously I didn't see you know my value. I didn't see, you know, I made up excuses for that person, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I feel like those are the the causes of enabling that behavior for needing women to continue to act in that certain way. You know, and that's why it's important for, you know, guys to to level up, to see the value of themselves, have high, you know, esteem. Because when you have that, there's no room for that in your life. Mm-hmm. There's no room for childlike behavior because you you only can deal with adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you can only deal with mature people, women included. Um, so, and that's the thing. I really just hope. I always get down to this, man. Like, I really just hope that women can hear this, understand this, and apply this because it's always come down to the lifestyle you want. You have to put the work in. And if you want a certain kind of life, certain kind of man, certain kind of, you know, family, you have to have control, controlling, uh, you have to be able to control your emotions. Because that's the thing, like, I always say high character, high value people, man and woman, create high character, high value family that will produce really good high character, high value citizens. So, if... We're telling men to level up, put the work in. We understand the women listening. Hopefully, they're doing the same thing. But they have to as well because people, their offsprings, all that is going to be affected. And you can literally see exactly how you're affected by the people in your life, whether that's your parents, whether your grandparents, whoever raised you, whatever environment you're in. You know, if broken people are creating this unhealthy environment, this toxic environment, like we said in the beginning, it's not only men that are affected by it. We can see it. Men are, are struggling, hence why we do the podcast. But women are also affected by it as well. Your feelings, your emotions doesn't justify you to act the way you want to act just because you came up with this whole scenario and you just want to, you know, go crazy. So I just want women to see their, their, their you know, immature behavior to toxic behavior, toxic traits, whatever, so you can be a a better person, so we can create a better society and life. So that's the I mean. That's that's like my biggest hope, man. And, and I feel like you know the beginning. You know, like I said we 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 have a topic, <laughs> we have a direction we may want to go, but you know at the end of the day, it eventually comes full circle. So I always love that about us. But yeah, man, men and women work on themselves, bro. Yeah. Do you know why men don't have these conversations? Why is that? Because for some of the comments that you're going to see when you go through this on Monday, because what's going to happen is the moment, the moment men express the difficulties and hardships that they go through from dating women, women want to shame them, call them misogynistic, call them chauvinistic. You know what I mean? Call them all kinds of names. They want to attack men's character. Yeah. If, if a woman has a podcast, a book, a platform, and she's sharing about the hardships that she's dealt with dating men, the difficulties that she's experienced dating men. Oh my gosh, share your story, speak your truth. It's freedom and the loosening of the tongue. There's all types of people celebrating and embracing and and calling her a courageous hero for sharing what she went through. 
And then when guys, oh, you just butt her. Oh, you just, you just, you just don't get no women. Oh, nobody wants you. You just some lonely, miserable men. Like this, this always this negative connotation for men desiring to share. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so that's why a lot of men don't have these conversations. That's why a lot of men suffer in the silence. That's why a lot of men, when they deal with things, they do what you know you've understand very easily they just keep it to themselves yeah. just take the L take yeah. it on the chin don't say nothing it is what it is let her talk let her tell let her say whatever she wants about me let her call me this that and the third let her call me F boy they yeah. just take it yeah. because they know nobody wants to hear them talk yeah. nobody wants to hear their side about, of the story nobody wants to hear about their experiences and their feelings and their difficulties nobody cares yeah. about you no. man and so Having this conversation isn't easy. We know the pushback. We know the people that are going to complain. But it's necessary. Because one, it's going to help men who have gone through these difficulties understand that you're not alone. Amen. And it's going to help the women who are oblivious to this to be aware of this. Because like I said, as much as we share about negative, unhealthy women because they exist because we live in, a, in my opinion, unhealthy culture... There's a lot of great, amazing women who want to do the work. Yes. There's a lot of amazing women who rock with the roommates who see their flaws, see their shortcomings, see where they haven't regulated their emotions, see where they're out of shape, see where they haven't healed from past issues, see how they're so cynical when it comes to men. They, they understand all these things and they're wanting to become better. They're actually, you know, signing up for BetterHelp Counseling. Shout out to BetterHelp. Signing up for BetterHelp Counseling. They're, they're actually getting Stefan's love after heartbreak. They're, they're doing the work. And so I also want to commend those women as well because for, for you to take the responsibility and to want to improve your life and to want to transform your life, to want to become a better person, you are doing what 99.9% .9 of women will never do. And you are now in a, an, an elite of extraordinary women alone and talking about that high value woman conversation like yo there is a beauty component but trust me it's a character component as well huge and you girls are killing it the ones who are putting in the work in a character component because i'm telling you the other people are not they're not at all and so i want to finish up um this conversation about the men because i kind of wanted to um like i said the the the, the sins of men are apparent yeah and the sins of men are clear. And one of the number one signs of immaturity in a man. I'm curious, what is your number one sign? Let's say, let's see if ours are the same or different. What is your number one sign of, of immaturity in a man? Probably um, lack of responsibility. And 100%. Yeah. 100%. Break that down for the people. Lack of responsibility. Yeah, I think <sighs> lack of responsibility basically means in my my eyes that how can I break this down I have a lot of things in my head they kind of like one I feel like they flow through life I, I feel like they don't have no vision I feel like they don't have no journey uh, they don't have no leadership towards their own lives so you know wherever the wind blows they go and then they complain they don't take responsibility for their own life they just look back well because my mother treated me this way my father treated me this way or because my coach didn't like me or because my school teacher didn't put enough energy in me yada 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 this is why my life is so i had to turn to x y and z to do all these things but no they never really look at their 
themselves, see what they did wrong, and hold responsibility for their own life and and be accountable for their actions and decisions. One hundred percent. I absolutely love that. I, I, there's nothing more I can add to that. And that's what I've learned is the biggest thing. And you know, like I said, shout out to all the amazing people who rock with the roommates. I don't think enough is said about all the amazing men and women, all the positive, amazing, encouraging, uplifting, kind people who rock with us, who believe in the vision, who are, you know, holding it in their hearts and are actually leveling up. I, I want to shout out every last one of you guys. Man, all prayers, it's, blessings, and love to you. It's crazy, man. It was this one girl that actually DM'd me. Um, <laughs> she had said, she had put on her Instagram story what I said like episode like 70 something <laughs> and they compared it to what I did in my testimony uh, and it was like it's crazy how she even like she remembered that and saw the growth in that so people really do rock with us bro yeah. and I appreciate the messages the DMs the emails all those things you know we love you guys we don't take you guys for granted you yeah. know continue to put the work in go thrive and then you have the others Lord the agents of chaos you know, in the words of Alfred, the men who just want to see the world, world world burn. And those are the guys that come in the comments and all they want to do is complain. All they want to do is complain. Why do you always got to post a manhood course? Why do you always got to say Patreon? Why do you always got to do this? Why, like, why do you do this? I'm like, where in a message of you becoming a better version of yourself <laughs> has this now become about me? Yeah. Like you, like that's how you see how immature somebody is. When there's a message about you becoming better, you turn the tables and make it about the other person. What's wrong with them? Ridiculous. A lack of an ability to take responsibilities for who you are. So many guys are mad. Chris hit it on the head. I'm sorry, hit it on the head. Mad at mom, dad, coach, teacher, auntie, uncle, grandma, friend, girl, whatever. They're mad. And they blame them for why they are the, why they are where they're at today. I guarantee there's people right now who are mad at us because of where they're at in life. <laughs> I do that. But they believe it. That's crazy. Because because when you don't take responsibility for your actions, you blame other people exactly. for why you are the way you are. Exactly. And then it's always their fault. Oh, it's Chris Afif's fault. He's always yelling at me and doing this. And how would I ever want to get better if he's always yelling? It's always someone else's fault to why you're not where you need to be. It's always somebody else's fault. And these men lack the ability to take responsibility. And you see them all throughout life. Like you said, when you were in Indiana and you're working in construction, all they would do is complain. My Lord. I could, it was hard to be in that environment. It was hard. I was literally like, I can see my man card and my manhood identity just just chip away every day. Yeah. I was like, no, this is unhealthy. But yeah, that is that is the thing. I'm, I'm telling you, when you have grown men, well into their 40s, 50s, whatever, had a hard life. Most of them, probably because of what they, the decisions they make. And they act like... They are in high school, and I'm just like, man, I'm the youngest person here, but I'm the most mature. Yeah, it's it was it's just crazy to me, and yeah, they always blamed everybody else. It was the government, it was the system. Like you say, it was the girl, it was my ex-wife. She did this, and now I can't do that. And I'm just sitting here like, man. So this is the reason why you're addicted to alcohol. 
this is the reason why you addicted to drugs. Mm-hmm. This is how you justify yourself for the actions. You know, for you, you know, whatever, being yeah. late or can't do this and do that. You blaming this person. Therefore, you do something that is only going to harm you and make you worse. And then you justify it and continue to go, go into that life in yeah. action. Yeah. And just be angry. Yeah. And just be bitter. And just accept it. Yeah. Accept it and they want someone else to solve their problem. They want someone else to say that. They don't want to do nothing. They don't want to do nothing to worry. They want someone else to give them a handout. And so, one of the... And, I, and I've talked about this before. We, for the first three years of doing the podcast, we gave everything out for free. Yes. Everything out. Every, every piece of content, everything, we gave it out for free. I remembered that when I was a teacher in Texas, my number one mistake was that I did everything for my students. I babied them. I gave them everything that they wanted. They needed money, I gave it to them. They needed clothes, I gave I would that Some of them, they needed phones, I would pay their phone bills. I did everything for them. And what happened was, unfortunately for a lot of them, when I left, they had no ability to go out and get it for themselves. Mm. And that broke my heart. Cause I was like, dang, I was the one who enabled this behavior. So when we first created the manhood course, I was going to put it out for free. Mm. I was like, yo, let me just give it to these guys for free because they, they need this. But I was like, but is this really going to help them? If, if they don't take responsibility, they don't sacrifice, is it going to really help them? I say, you know, let me just put it on Patreon. Anyone signs up for Patreon, it's free on there. So people can literally pay $5, go on Patreon, take the course, and unsubscribe on Patreon. Mm. You could, we could have done that. I put it in for three months. No one took the course. Mm. Never heard a complaint. I say, you know what? I am enabling these guys the same way I was enabling my students. Mm. That's wrong. I have, to, I have to teach them responsibility. I have to teach them, yo, you want something. You have to be the one to do it. So I sold the manhood course. I made it available for sale. Upon making it available for sale, I received so many messages from men talking about how it transformed their life. Because what happens is when you're forced to actually pay for something, when you're forced to take responsibility for something, then all of a sudden it's more meaningful. Now all of a sudden you work harder. Now all of a sudden you're more diligent. Now all of a sudden you take it more seriously. And I got so many messages from guys thanking me. Like you were like on Patreon um, live, um, Mm -hmm. roommates unfiltered last Monday. This one guy said, I took the man of course and I just started seeing all these results. And so men take stuff more seriously when they take responsibility. When they don't take responsibility, they fail. But in spite of all those positive things that were happening for the men who were taking responsibility, there was always these negative guys who were always complaining about it having to be for sale. And, And they're always complaining all the time. Like, why are you mad if you're not taking it? But like I said, they don't want to take responsibility. They want to find something wrong in other people instead of just fixing themselves. They always want to whine. They always want to point the finger. And so that level of responsibility is the difference between the winners and the complainers. You know how it is. We're at a point now where we can talk to a guy for five minutes and know if he put in the work or not. It's just Mm -hmm. easy. Mm -hmm. You do a session, you call somebody, you meet somebody, you can just tell, oh, man, he's been doing the work. And the key thing is responsibility for men. Yeah. And I've always said, I don't give a damn if you pay for my course. I've been telling you guys this from the goddamn beginning. I don't give a damn if you buy my course. I don't. 
but you have to do something. Buy something, read something, invest in something. There's no handouts in life. There's no government subsidized masculinity. This doesn't work that way. You have to go out and get what you want. You have to take responsibility. If not here, somewhere else. But there's no free lunches. And a man has to take responsibility. And so that's the part that I feel as though going back to the unhealthy culture. Yeah. Because the unhealthy culture creates a, a lazy, irresponsible man. And it creates an emotionally immature, very visceral woman. Mm. And that's where we desire to create a change. Yeah. We have to, man. We have to. We have to. You know, and that's the thing. We can't want it, want it more than everybody else. You know, and and that's the thing. We see the results not only in our lives, but also the people that have been following us, and we want the same for them. Mm-hmm. We just we care that much. But if you're just going to sit here and just complain and then get mad at us for, you know, leveling up, you know, thriving, succeeding, it's just it's just it's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. We're giving you the same tools that we use in our lives and we're trying to share. It. But yeah, man, I just I just hope that, you know, men and women, they both receive this message, look in the mirror and just like yeah. ask themselves, like, man, what do I need to do? How often do you take these messages that we communicate to other people and how often do you apply it to yourself? Man, I try to do it every day. <laughs> you know, I try to do something every single day that's why i mean i like you know being in my position because i can learn from you i can learn from stuff i can learn from francis i can learn from both stuff i can learn from everybody because i always see like all right i know what some areas i'm good at i know some area fees is really good at i know some area france is really good at. i know areas some stefan is really good at and and if i'm lacking no areas what are they doing so i can continue to get better mm-hmm. you know and that's 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 the thing. That's why I be trying to tell you know most of these people. I only hang out with people that I feel like are better than me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only a certain amount of time that I can give to other people where I feel like um, I'm the leader. And that's not trying me like I'm not trying to feel like I'm entitled or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I need to be around some people that is going to challenge me. That's going to call me out. That's going to you know iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. So every single day I try. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, and I, I pick from every guy in my life mm-hmm. and I try to create this ultimate man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. obviously I'm not trying to lose myself, but, yeah. um, but I just think, man, it's, it's certain things that you can l- learn mm-hmm. and I just, I pray now that's why I think one of the biggest things for, for men that they got to have a group of guys that are going to help them out. But it, also y'all help each other out. Y'all can pick something apart because life is not meant to live by yourself mm-hmm alone this level of journey is not by yourself Mm -hmm. you know and i I feel like that's a huge missing piece of most of these people um and it's it's not it's not stopping them from leveling up i just think it's making it harder yeah you know it's delaying the process Mm -hmm. um because you can only see so much in yourself Mm -hmm. you need that you know those other two eyes um, to really be like, hey, also consider this. Also, you can do this. Or you've been doing great at this, et cetera, et cetera. So I feel like that's a huge um, piece of the puzzle that men need to break. I mean, that men need to have. 
Yeah, and the reason why I asked you that question is because I want people to understand that this message goes to us first. 100%. I feel like sometimes people don't, people don't realize that even you know when I'm yelling and I'm screaming and I'm doing my thing and I'm call, you know doing whatever, that's how I talk to myself personally. You do. Yeah. That's how I talk to myself, you know. So it's kind of like the camera is really Hafiz and Chris. Yeah. That's really the camera, you know. And so the application point I think you've said it before. It's first to us, yes. then to you guys. Exactly. It's a round trip. So we're going this way, and we're telling you in the camera, but it's also coming back to us. It's not a one-way. We're not just screaming and yeah. then just, like, not doing anything. So, I, I, like I said, you know, tonality, it is what it is. It, get over it. No, no, the men needed that. I needed that. So, yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate the tone sometimes. No, I, I, well, I made this episode. Oh, so, yeah, no, yeah. So, so like, I know yeah. some of the women and also the, the butthurt Asian of Chaos men – they're they're going to be triggered by this, and yeah. like I said, it is what it is. You know, sometimes you got to be direct. It's offensive to some people, but I I want you to see that the that this is also what we want for ourselves as well. And we we are we are far from perfect. Far, <laughs> far, far. So many flaws. A lot of so flaws. many blemishes. I have so much to do. And but we the same way we're not making excuses for our behavior, we won't make excuses for yours either. No. And I've always said you're. It's not, you're not a bad person, but you're making bad decisions. Yes. So I don't want any man or woman to think they're a bad person because they can't regulate their emotions if you're a woman mm. or if you can't take responsibility for a man. You're not a bad person. Because if you believe you're a bad person, that's just who I am, my identity, so I can never change. No, you are an amazing person who's making bad decisions. There you go. And the same way you can make bad decisions, you can also make good decisions. Yep. So guys, you know, we love you. We rock with you. We're always trying to give you guys the most value and help you out in whatever area of life it may be. Um, anything you want to say in closing, Chris? No, nah, man, like I said, we care. So definitely if you have questions, comments, concerns, you can always reach out sessions, manhood course, Patreon. It's a lot of things that we have given um, to you all to really, you know, help. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and also the books. Yeah. A lot of great book recommendations. The Way the Superior Man is a Beast. Yes. Um, Please read that. that if you haven't read that, read that book. My name is Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. We're the roommates and <laughs> adios. Yo, thanks for checking out this week's podcast. If you want to check out another dope video, check out this one right here or that one right there. And also hit the subscribe button. I look forward to seeing you guys in the next video.